0: Welcome back to the Between the Pages podcast with Maggie and Melissa. Hey, Maggie. What's Hi. going on?
1: Oh, my gosh. Well,
0: um, it's been a crazy
1: day because I had a lot of things to do this morning. But then also Maurice got into the hall in my apartment. He like ran out of the door, which he never does that. Maurice is my cat. And um, it's like not that big of a deal, to be honest, except for there's like two and there's like entry points that go directly outside. And so I had no. to run down the hall after him. I was on the phone with my mom, she could hear me. I was like, "Maurice." <laughs> 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 <But laughs> he like looks back, you know, he knows he shouldn't be out there. Um and that has been, you know, such an exciting morning for me and I got my nails done.
0: Oh wow, she's up. What is it? Upto- what's the term that they say? Autonomal or uptonal? I'm not sure. But it's the season of ride oh
1: yeah sure 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 it's just a color um and i this is just like a silly thing but i go to the same nail tech every time and today she was like you're looking really good today maggie and i was like i don't i am wearing i like threw this on but i was like that's a compliment I come here this is why i come here you make me feel you make me feel great
0: no if your nail lady tells you that believe her because she will always hate on you yeah. She will always come for your throat. When I I thought it was going to go downhill, too, because I came in. She said, just read?
1: No design? I was like, no, not today. She said, that's not like you.
0: Ah. She said, mm, something's changed. I know, seriously. <laughs> um, But that was my day. How have you been? I haven't seen I mean, you in a couple of days. I have not seen you. I took some days off just to regroup and just focus on things. And also had a ton of things to do. Um, oh. My day has been... A- great so far I woke up I'm in my like health and fitness journey um really for like the last six months and so I've been really consistent so I woke up this morning went to go work out got home changed but today has not been really that much exciting this week has been more exciting because I went to go try try on like wedding dresses for the first time so it was like really like it's been a really great week to like I'm finally getting into the fun part of wedding planning yeah which is like the dress part and uh, my best friend and I were both engaged. She gets married February, 2025. So we're both kind of on this journey together and picking like comparing and contrasting in the sense of like, oh, look, this is what I'm doing. And like giving each other advice really in this process. And so it's been really fun to like do that with my best friend, um, but also like trying on dresses like she tried on her dress and I'm trying on just so it's been like really like this like beautiful, like moment between us and it's like been really fun to like have someone to share it with so this week i really went to go try my my wedding dresses and i like i feel crazy maggie but i feel like i found the one yeah but i think i'm being too like i'm like is this like a lust like am i falling heads over heels and i haven't even tasted the skittles you know what i mean like no, I you the need to share yet? why
1: you think it's the right one outside of just the fact that you like the way it looks on and everything Because to me, I'm
0: like, oh, I don't think it's crazy at all knowing this story. So I had favorited a couple dresses to give the stylist some idea. So we're not just like holding, you know, we're, we're not wasting time when we get there. And so I had sent her different dresses and she had pulled a couple for me. And she said, look, like the one you wanted, we don't have it in store, but I pulled this other one. That was all the context she gave me. So I tried on different dresses and I go and I try on this dress. The dress looks phenomenal. Like truly, like phenom. Like not because it's me. <laughs> like if I was looking outward, in, I'd be like, "Wow, you're killing it." Um, it looks so good. Like it fit like a glove. It was. It spoke to me. It was like minimal but dramatic at the same time, which is like literally me. Like zero to one hundred is me. And then I tried other dresses, and they dresses look nice, but they they just didn't evoke that like feeling I had, or like that like want that I wanted so I left and I was like hey like I'm gonna go see other dresses I'm gonna like I was very straightforward with her um but I'm like I'm really loving this dress like I feel like this could be the one but I just feel like I would not be doing myself justice And she was like no I totally get it so she's like I'll send you all the information the quote and stuff don't worry about it mind you I had I had called my mom my brother and my future mother-in-law to see the dress They were all, in, like, they all were like, this is the one. Like, all these other ones, they look great. But this one, like, they're like, I just can't get over this one. I leave. I come home. I'm talking to my best friend. We're, like, chatting it up. And she's like, I'm like, oh, I just got the email from the stylist at the salon. And she's like, oh, send it over. So I sent it over to her. Really looked, I was just really focused on the price because that's where we were at. Really? And I didn't look at anything else. I, did, I swear to you, I did not look at anything else. She goes, my best friend texts me. She goes, did you pick this dress because of the name? Like, did that play a part in it? And I was like, no, like, this wasn't even the dress I picked. The dress I had picked, the name was called Millie. And um, she's like, oh, okay. Because I thought that this was like being a biased decision by your part, that it was like name this and whatever. And I go, no, what's it name? She goes, go and look. The name of the dress is Wolf. My fiance's last name is Wolf, meaning my future last name. And we were freaking the fuck out. We were like, oh my God, if this isn't God, a sign of God of like, this is the dress for you. Like it was literally Wolf. I we were dying and I called my mother-in-law and like told her and she was like no, no, no. she's like that's the one. <laughs> and everyone is like up, is like on the same thing. They're like all of us are like laughing and we're like, okay, no, like go try on their dresses just so you get the itch and you feel really, really confident because there's so many things out there and I- I think you realize quickly you'll always find something like better or nicer. It's kind of the same thing with like a partner. Like if you go looking, you'll never. You're, there's always something yeah. out there. Well, there's so many options. It's like there's so many options, and so like it's like you. It's kind of like that thing, right? So they're like, just go get scratch your itch. I felt like they were telling me about dating, and I was like, what? Um, they're like, go scratch your itch, and then the right one will be there for you. And I was like. Okay. So like I have other appointments to go to, but I keep thinking about the dress and I keep looking at the pictures of me in the dress and I'm just like I I am giddy. Like I literally dreamed about the dress. I so think I'm that's like, the is one. This, but I'm like, is this my crate Okay, so when you read fantasy the way that Maggie and I read fantasy, you romanticize your entire life. It's true. And I'm okay with that. Like no, I like I, as I walk into a place, I'm like he loves me. We, made, we I can't made help it. So like we romanticize every aspect of our life and it makes life enjoyable. But in a decision like this, I'm like, I have to at least make sure. So yesterday, me and my mother-in-law got on a FaceTime call. and We were looking at dresses and we were just like, all we could do was just compare it to the first one. And we were like, no, it doesn't have this. So like more as the days pass by, I'm feeling more certain about it. I just, just because it was my first place I ever went to i can't like i cannot yeah go I to another place it won't hurt yeah it won't it's hurt just, it's just like a but, little bit of time might as well but that's kind of the recap so th- my life has been very interesting these last couple days in that regard and then but that's it nothing nothing exciting i started hogwarts legacy it's been fun playing um but that's about it i want to get hogwarts legacy it's really fun and it's not hard in the way that you're, like, oh, my... You know, have, have you ever played a game that's so hard that you're, like... That, like, I'm I can like Yeah, and it becomes unenjoyable. It's, like, it's difficult, but it's not difficult to a point that you're, like, I don't want to play anymore, like...
1: Yeah, I mean, I kind of only like cute games, so I'm not the best same. person to ask. However, just to, like, I don't know, let me call myself out. Like, people are obsessed with Super, Shma- Super Smash Brothers. I don't know how to play that game. Like, I don't know how to play it and so it's not enjoyable for me to play it so even though I don't think it's hard for the general population it's hard for me and it's not fun so I understand what and you're that's saying that's fine yeah I, I'm literally I, just I, like neither. let me just click this button non stop because yeah. I don't know the combinations <laughs> and like the other person will literally be like kicking me in the head and I'm like <laughs>
0: ah scary. no I agree like play for what you want like none of the games I play nowadays are for like I play like disney games like like you know like crossing Yes, i do it for the peace of mind
1: yeah although i have to i i go through i haven't played a game in such a long time so maybe this is what will get me to play
0: it's a really good game plus you get to customize your avatar and you know that's where you really get me if i can like customize my avatar oh
1: do you make your avatar look like you or do you make it look
0: like not like you at all i always tend to make them look like me
1: do you name Sometimes. them your name or do you name them? No, I changed okay. the name. So, my
0: the name of my character is is Sloan because I love the name Sloan. Uh-huh. Her name is Sloan Wolf. Ah. Uh, <laughs> mainly because I just love that name. Like, that's I that's Nick's
1: second wife. Like, that's Nick's second so wife. your sister wife. My Sloan. sister
0: wife, Sloan Wolf.
1: <laughs> that's like you're actually, it's your um Sasha Fierce like That's when you're not fears. Melissa I love that name you're Sloan I love that Wolf name. okay I'm Sloan Wolf
0: yeah
1: <laughs> um something oh my god I lost my train of thought but we were of something about games oh I'm always interested if people make it themselves or if they
0: make it somebody else um I always uh, am on the verge of like designing them differently like an alter ego or like if 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 I didn't care about social norms like like, if social norms weren't a component in society that you would think about, I'm like, who would I design my avatar to look like? Like, would she have a shaved cat? You know what I mean? No, well, that's, I think,
1: why I'm curious because I I always make mine have my name, but sometimes like in Animal Crossing, I usually have, like, pink hair or something. Like, I don't have brown hair. But then if I'm playing, like, Sims, I'll have them be, like, wild characters. But I guess, I don't know, it's just something I think is interesting, like, it's just something interesting to know about people, I guess.
0: Any psychologists are, fair, like, you know.
1: There's, like, I, there has mean, to be something behind
0: that. So like be it something means something. That. Okay, well, I think we have a, like, packed episode today. We are covering the one and only Iron Flame. So, are you ready to jump in, Maggie? I'm ready. All right, guys. I'm ready. Preparing for this episode has been such a challenge because there has been so many thoughts that Maggie and I have had about this book. About what angle, which perspective do we take? Like, there's just so much material, especially because a lot of people that are reading Iron Flame right now or have just wrapped Iron Flame are rereading, um, Fourth Wing mainly because like now we have all this context, so they're going back and reading. Maggie and myself, we started reading it. She definitely has committed to the reading, rereading the part again. So there's just so many um, points that we wanted to come come across. But I think we found the perfect formula for today. And we'll start off with the first one. What were the highlights for you in this book, Maddie?
1: Um, Okay, well, number one, I'll say I enjoyed it. I know some people are like, oh, my God, it was so bad. I enjoyed it. Um, I heard that, too.
0: I was kind of surprised to hear. I'll continue. Well, I I don't know.
1: I, I... Sometimes sometimes I can like get behind the discourse. I have had a week where social media has been driving me insane. Like sometimes I'm like, can you stop telling me what to think? Like, let me just enjoy something. Just let me enjoy this.
0: Yeah. I don't need
1: to hear. I don't need to hear. I just want just let me enjoy it. Please. Please just let me enjoy it. And I enjoy it I did because Melissa, you know, I was I was I was up really late reading it um many nights. And I really liked it. Um I liked that we had like Half of the book where Zayden and Violet were not together. Um, even though I missed our baby boy, but I really liked that aspect. It gave them like some time apart. I always loved the dragons. Um, ten out of ten with the dragons. Um, I loved that we finally got some more information about Andarna at the end. Um, and I loved like the like father daughter. Like fake father, fake daughter bond that Andarna and Taryn have. And I love that we got to see that and like see her being like sassy little teenage dragon. Um, but yeah, I think overall I really enjoyed it. What I haven't enjoyed is now hearing all these theories. And like I texted Melissa yesterday and I was like, um, I'm very, I'm very concerned. I'm very concerned for Zayden and like I have intrusive thoughts
0: where I'm like, no, okay, let's talk about that because you brought up a really good point. The way that I finished that book and how good I felt. And then I went on to TikTok, book talk. And the discourse started like melding or changing my feelings about something that I had so pure in the moment because of different perspectives or different like theories that they had that I was like, do I hate this book? (laughs) Like, should I be hating? (laughs) Like, I was just so concerned. Like, I was like, am I trading my own? Like, I felt like I was like... Do I even believe in what I believed in in the beginning? And so, like, I totally agree, like, saying the discourse on book talk, sometimes it can get so into the weeds that you lose what the book was about and, like, the feeling the book conjured in you. So, like, for me, like, I do love those rabbit holes, but I have to find, like, put a line in the sand of saying, okay, you like the book. Yeah. Like feel the way you feel apart from all these things. So I think that's a really good point to call out because I felt that way too.
1: Yeah. It actually, and this is, I've had this same feelings with stuff um, in like the Sarah J. Mass universe. And it, like, I, I love, I love that people like are thinking about it so much and like are doing all these rereads, but there comes a point with like all of the theorizing and I'm like, you're kind of ruining it for me a little bit. Like, cause I need you to take a breath. Like you're stressing It bliss
0: sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes it is. Sometimes, is sometimes
1: I'm like, why would you put that thought in my head? <sighs> like,
0: no, I agree. I, I felt the same way. And I think Sarah J. Maas is a great person. And I know the exact, um, book series I'm going to call out is Crescent City for me. I don't, it's been so tough for me to start it. And Maggie has been telling me, start it. You're going to like it. But the discourse on book talk has been quite the opposite. Everyone says it's so good. Minus, and then they go through a laundry list of all the things they hate about it. So someone who has not read it goes, okay. <laughs> yeah. Read it? Because you literally told me I like it, but I hate that this 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 and this. And then you're like, "Well, I I don't like those things either." So it kind of yeah. like dissuades you. That said though, um I feel like the books that majority of people go in on are the books I end up liking the most. I have found I, myself like the books that they like tear apart, and they're like, "Why is this?" Why I end up liking the most because I'm like, some sometimes shit happens.
1: Yeah, I kind of think of it though as like to me. Sometimes I think when something's really popular, it's kind of like the Jennifer Lawrence, like Anne Hathaway effect, oh, my where God. like the, somebody queen. was so popular and everybody loved it, and then all of a sudden it's like.
0: No, Maggie, it's that's not. Like it's like we don't know how to deal comparison. with something when we
1: really love it, so we need to tear it apart. No, 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 no. And I mean, this was not a perfectly written book, whatever, but I enjoyed it, and sometimes I enjoy things that are, you know, maybe not like pure high fantasy, but you know what? I didn't go into this thinking it was going to be pure high fantasy, Um. so.
0: No, no, I go into, this is the thing, go in with zero expectations, and you will yeah. come out happy you will come out happy if you go in with zero expectations and if it fails it fails guess what you had no you had nothing you had no you know yeah. blood in the game we honestly
1: kind of did do that because we were excited obviously but we weren't like preparing yeah. with
0: a reread or anything we weren't even thinking what the second yeah. book was you and i never even discussed what is the second book going to be about we literally did not we just kind of went into it yeah and let the book tell us what it was about instead yeah. of coming in with these preconceived notions but the Anne Hathaway, and I'm gonna put a bookmark in that because I do want to talk about the like, ability curse. Because yeah. what they did to Anne Hathaway, what they did to my queen, will never go unnoticed in my yeah. book. So, but in
1: in
0: in in the sake of this, what was your top highlight moment? I'm thinking that you just loved reading through, that you're like, oh my god, this is so like, just made you feel this fuzzy. Is the moment, um, fuzzy inside.
1: I honestly loved the last like six chapters. Mm. Even though we got to the end, which was t- tough. Tough. It was tough. But I I loved the I loved I loved like being able to see Violet like really getting the opportunity to be like a total badass mm-hmm. um in a battle um and like her really being able to take command of like the different situations. Like I feel yes. like she had a lot of self-doubt in the whole book and by the time we got to the end and she was like, you know, mend the ward stone, like I'm going to drain myself out to get this, the wards back up. And I just felt like that was the f- the first time we we saw her really like taking command of the situation. Because yes. even though she she obviously got a lot stronger in the first book and was able to like was able to battle period. This time I felt like it was like she wasn't so shocked by that. She was like, okay cool so I'm gonna battle and then I'm gonna do this and make this decision and like I'm calling the shots
0: it was kind of like passing of the baton from her mom to her yeah which was like kind of like crazy to see that arc because obviously yeah sob moment in the book is her mom passing so it was like kind of crazy I totally agree I think that's that kind of the overarching theme of the second book is really saying violet come into herself yeah and seeing like now that you're reading fourth and i'm sure that you're looking at violet like when she started she was scared but she always had this willpower to go beyond her weaknesses and yeah. it really like manifested in the second book yeah okay well i'll tell you mine yeah tell me yours so obviously zayden and violet making up. Like, you know, you ain't going to get me to recap a book without talking about Smut. So <laughs> one of my, one of my highlights was that was their getting back together scene, mainly because like, I think Rebecca Yarles writes those scenes so well. I've read other books where like I'm reading those scenes and it's going well. And then they put some language in that is so cringe. Yeah. that I'm completely sucked out of the moment. And so that was a really great highlight for me in the sense of, like, she knows how to write it well. And, like, it really lived up to them. It was nothing more or less than what we already know. The other part was Violet and Varish's interrogation scene and Liam's first appearance. Like, I really love that scene. And it really tested Violet and all this, like, hard work and kind of was, like, sticking the finger to Zayden regarding her her mind shield. So I really love that scene. And I love seeing, like, how strong she had become. Yeah. Of, like, this guy was pummeling her. She was yeah. getting fixed up and then continuing. And then just seeing Liam show up was kind of like, oh, yeah. there's more there. There's There's another thing I want to talk to there. But, yeah. Um, You want to say well, something? Okay,
1: wait. I was going to say so because I am rereading Fourth Wing right now. And um, I do think that Violet has, like, always been, in a way, strengthening her mental shields because she blocks out her pain all the time. That was true. And like they describe it in the same way as the mental shields. And so part of me is like, I feel like maybe she has been like conditioned her whole life to like prepare for this because
0: also remember in in the second book, her mom says, you know, Violet is stronger than what you think. She's been having pain since she was a little girl. Yeah. Oh no, she says it in the first book, Tamara. In the first chapter she said like Meredith said like she can't handle a pain and her mom said hey she's probably the strongest one out of all us so, like she's been handling pain yeah her for whole a long life. time yeah which is like bookmark like yeah I thought about that and I was like what does that mean oh uh, by mean? the way like Maggie's rereading and so is my fiance Nick he's reading fourth wing for the first time so like it's really good to see it from your guys's perspective now like yeah. you're telling me things and then he's like reading it <laughs> for the first time. For the first time, so it's pretty good. Um the other thing is also like hi- another highlight was finding out that there's there's a thing as second segments. I think that's gonna play a huge role in the next book. Yeah. It, and it played a really big part in the second half of this book. Um obviously to your point, my adrona's revelation to Violet about her how she's her how birthright, she's- if you please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's
1: like the princess of the dragons. That's the vibe yes. I was getting. At. I said, oh okay, so she's a princess. I says, oh, so she's royalty. Yeah, she's I like said, I've oh. been. I don't know. I was like, she's, she's like I've she's been an embryo and waiting. <laughs> yeah, she's literally. She's like the princess of the empyrean I've decided.
0: Yes, and I thought I was like I love to find out because I'm like, oh my god, there's so much here. Like that's, that's why princess. she picked like,
1: Violet. She's like your princess too,
0: probably. Yes, so, us princesses, we gotta stick together. Yes, and I think that like it just tells you kind of more in the sense of where is this gonna go, like. I think a lot of us, like Maggie first told me, I first of all, I thought this was gonna, this was going to be a duology. And then Maggie's like, no, this is like a five book series. And I was like, how? And then Iron Flame came out and I went, that's how? <laughs> that is how. So those are like my my highlights. And obviously like the last one is like Riddick and the Sawyers dynamic. I lived for that front dynamic. Like Riddick to me was my favorite part of this book. Like the way he made me tackle like in bed when I was reading and they yeah. can look at me and be like, are you okay?
1: He's a comedian. He's there for the comic relief.
0: And you know what? That's who <laughs> I am in my life in my friends, my friend group. So i <laughs> like, I totally resonate with him. <laughs> <sighs> those are my highlights.
1: I think my other highlight, just I guess Melissa, on the like the like vein of smut, I thought the hottest scene was actually when Violet fights Kat. And then they go oh, to the assembly room yes. on the dais. That was. That was.
0: He said, "Sit down, girl." I
1: Sit. was like, ah. <laughs> he said, Hold, my <laughs> "Hold my purse." I said, "Sit down. <laughs> I'm sat. I'm. I'm here."
0: She said, "I'm. I've been sitting." Yeah, I stand where I. I'm stop. like, you have my attention. No, I totally agree. But this is, like, Zayda's point, like, he's a sex to avoid conversations, which is what he was kind of, you know. Wait, let's let's talk about the elephant in the room.
1: Because I now I'm, I know you've been on TikTok like I have. Do you think he's evil or not?
0: Wait, we have to keep it out care- there yet. We're okay, okay, care- bye fine, bye. Maddie, you're jumping. I'm kidding. <laughs> Obviously, I'm stressed. I told you it's an intrusive thought. Like, I'll be washing the dishes, and I'm like, is he's he evil? evil? I'm like, ew. No, but you I agree. Jump I th- scare. No, no, truly, you're like washing dishes. Like, I know. You know I'm like. Wait, well, what about? Okay. No, no, we will definitely talk about that. But to jump to the second part, what was your most, sh- what were shocking moments to you mm-hmm. in this book?
1: I definitely was shocked about the. Zayden becoming a venom. However, I also will acknowledge I was speed reading a little. And I I think that there probably were some things that should have like led me to that. That was a potential. But I was speed reading because I was stressed. Um, but I was shocked, and I'm concerned. Um, but another I shock
0: was not shocked. Oh, okay. See, so that's what I'm telling you. I was speed reading. Yeah, because my were reading. And I go, Maggie, calm down. <laughs> She's like, I went to sleep at three, and I was like, <laughs> Maggie, the book is dead. The book is in your hands. It's not going anywhere. It's downloaded. <laughs> it was such a good point. <laughs> but I, would, I, I would catch m- myself doing the same thing, but then I would go, wait, go back and read because you're gonna miss something.
1: Okay, that so stuck I with could me for like you, eight hours. So like a full day at work, I was, I was invested in work. I was. Focused and then it was like guys. as soon as Too the confident. day ended, I was like, "I'm back, back on my bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: sorry. Go go ahead on your on your other shocking moments.
1: Um, other shocking moments. I mean, I think the like most like the like a painful shock. And one that I am concerned about that is not about one of the main characters, but I am concerned, is I am worried that Sawyer's not going to be able to ride his dragon anymore since he lost the oh leg. My God. Yes. I've been thinking about that one a lot because I feel like for him, obviously, like, they've all worked so hard to be riders, but he went through the first year twice. Oh and I, God. I just can imagine, like, You're if so right. that's the case or, like, whatever. I could be thinking way too deep into that, but I am like, that is going to be really hard for him. and. That was a shock for me. I didn't, I just didn't see that coming. I'm glad he didn't die, but.
0: No, I think, I think that to you're so right. Like, that's so sad. I think he still will be able to because, I mean, they modified for Violet to ride her dragon with like a hardness. Yeah. So technically, he can do the same. Yeah. Um, and have a harness but oh my god you're so right like the one person out of this whole i know book that has been like baby angel I a like an angel baby that's my angel baby yeah and he guesses rude rude rebecca rude <laughs> okay um any other shocking moments before I, I delve into mine? um i mean probably
1: more but i'll let you go
0: no I'll, I'll, I'll probably start i'm like i could always add more Okay, the, no, there's, there are so many um obviously same as you zayden i can't i was it wasn't necessarily not that i was shocked but i was like it's gonna happen like i knew it was coming because so i was you were like, like when? whenever they highlight yeah. yes i didn't know when because usually when they highlight a character that doesn't get like a lot of highlight in the sense of they're revealing a lot about one character out of nowhere i'm like oh <laughs> what's coming yeah, yeah was coming um the other thing was obviously finding out that violet sigma isn't necessarily lightning but that she can actually conjure power from sources like from elemental sources so i thought that was really shocking to like find that out um obviously general soaringale's death like that was just i texted maya like midnight i was like i'm sobbing (laughs) because it was just such an emotional moment. And then I think the last shocking moment that I'm like, why am I shocked was learning about Kat. Like, I don't know why I was shocked about her, but I was shocked. Like, I was like, of course he had someone. Of course, like, you think Violet was the first? But that was shocking to me. And then like to hear her talk to Violet about all the things she said to her on the mat, she's a better woman than I am because I would have killed her. (laughs) I would have killed her. I (laughs) would (laughs) have squeezed the life out of her eyes. She was close she was close um and I think she probably would have done it if it wasn't because Zayden pulled her off to be honest I know really good timing on his part really good timing but I don't know why I was shocked about that but I was like why are you shocked but it was just crazy to hear I don't know why but like am I crazy but when I read Violet I'm so territorial about their relationship that when I read Violet and Zayden's relationship I'm like I'm in this with you guys yeah how can you do this to us <laughs> yeah no i i
1: you felt that same way warming. probably definitely some unhinged emotions
0: unhinged these are fictional people and i'm over here like catching an attitude yeah i mean hello i mean me too
1: i'm like i'm i'm having intrusive thoughts and it's
0: intrusive. i'm
1: like i can't imagine i'm like how could we how could we how could they not how could he be bad potentially I think honestly, he's not bad. I really think that there is just like they have no understanding of Venom. Because in my reread, I actually did take a note that like anytime we have one of the like chapter entries that is like a quote from a book from a primary source. Um, anytime that happens, like you cannot trust all of the people. Like we already know all of the scribes. Have been like lying and covering things up for years and they've been rewriting the text. So like anytime it's yes. like a second edition, if it's a second edition, it could be it's all right. lies. If it it's from Markham, lies probably. Like who it's from all hearsay? To be honest, like from the scribes, even Justinia. I'm like, girl, you've been helpful so far, but I we also don't know for you because she's been trained by people that are liars.
0: Wait, Maggie, what <laughs> lost you? Have you seen the TikToks of Jinia? <laughs> No, <laughs> and it's because so she's like documenting. She's a skirt documenting. No, I haven't seen that. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna cry of laughter. And I don't know what they TikToks. are. They've made TikToks of her like <laughs> taking notes, <laughs> she's documenting the smut scenes, and she's oh. like, oh, she <laughs> went back up. What well, was it that you did? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's like these TikToks over her documenting, and they're like other ones. are like, it just we we pray for because she got them so right. Like, just was in her bag, yeah, right. And I was cracking up. I'm like, people are so creative. That's really funny. I'm so gonna, funny. I hope I find one.
1: Honestly, I bet one pop up the next cry. time. It's I'm so one. funny.
0: Okay, okay, sorry. I want to see one.
1: <laughs> no, but yeah, um, I will, I will say, like, in my read, that has been my thought that I'm like people are liars we don't know who's lying
0: no you're so right because even now like i'm looking back at some of these from even iron flame and i'm reading them again like yeah. i've gone through the chapters i've read them and i'm like oh okay like that's a really good point to call out oh
1: i did um, i have been
0: taking some notes oh yeah okay cool um your least favorite part of iron flame
1: I mean, obviously but I don't, you don't want it to be a in.
0: Yeah. I, I think that's a so fair. It's not like
1: my least favorite part, but I'm stressed about it. <laughs> She's brought it up three times. That's- no, I'm like honestly, I wish I like wasn't such a freak. <laughs> I'm I am a little concerned. I don't think I should be having like this much of an emotional response. But I am.
0: No, I feel anxiety for some of these characters and I'm like, they're not real. Yeah.
1: I mean I also just- I mean it's like when
0: go ahead (laughs) i don't
1: know i was gonna say that it's not funny what i'm about to mention and i think it was necessary but i didn't like enjoy reading when violet was being like tortured also wait nolan's an old man like this man he's like santa claus he's old i feel like
0: we kind of lost that in this book was that just me I don't know why but in this book I got the sense of a younger man when exactly. I was reading him I was reading right? him like from a young like a man maybe 35 thir- or like, like 40 yeah
1: yeah they he's not he's old in the first book he's like grandpa
0: isn't that crazy so, How like
1: that was something I didn't like because I was like that's weird but okay but
0: they gave him young man energy in the second yeah yeah
1: exactly Cause they were like, he's exhausted. They were describing him. Like he was like a young person that was exhausted as if like, cause you know, sometimes when like young people are really tired or like if a younger person gets like sick people, I think get like extremely emotional. Cause they're like, it's, it's not right. Like they're so young. And I felt yes. like the way they were explaining how he was like haggard was that he was like Ageism a is person.
0: a real thing, right? <laughs> though? Said, if an old person is sick, that shit makes sense. Well, they're
1: still <laughs> sad, but it's, it's not as like stark.
0: Yeah, I agree. Okay. I think for me, my least favorite part was like I just felt like Brennan did not get enough shit. Like, are you kidding? You literally have been gone for six years. Your dad died. Like, I just felt like Violet and Mira haven't really handed it to him yet, and like they went kind of easy on him. And I don't know know if it's not asking him. Any questions? Any questions? Like, and I have, I, I have some questions. Tons, tons. Like, where, what have you been doing? Who have you been with? Like, yeah. What why did you pick that accident? last name? He there did not so just pick questions. that last name out of
1: nowhere. That's got to no. mean something.
0: It has to mean something. So, like, that was kind of my least favorite part. Um, I also did not like. In the same vein, I'm like, why is Verish in this book? Yeah, he <laughs> like, can fuck off. Like, I just felt like his character definitely played a part but I'm like is was there a greater purpose for Varish in the book because I thought there was going to be more and the reason why I say it that there was going to be more because when we see Solace again I went oh okay this is the follow up to like Varish's thing and that kind of was like not my least it was kind of my one of my least favorite moments was just like it felt like we added an antagonist to make Violet's life difficult but there wasn't like a greater purpose and then so the soulless scene kind of felt like a like a scene that they compiled a lot of things that they that she wanted to get through in one scene so she can move forward. So like in when she, they're confronted in the in the cave, um, we find out Androna can breathe fire there. We find out Sloan Signet that their cat and cat respects or like, you know, Kat, essentially cat learns to respect Violet in that, and so it just felt like an all in one kind of like, let me tie these little these loose ends, ends, up. ends yeah. in one and which it was smart, but it just felt like these were big moments of like a drama fight, yeah. Like, we kind of glossed breathing. over it, yeah. I was like, wait, that's major, like this, this, this dragon, like two weeks ago, couldn't even fly, didn't even yeah. have full. Wing expansion and now she's breathing fire. So, th- I think that was kind of like n- not necessarily like my least favorite scene, but it just felt like you're like, what's why? going on here? Yeah.
1: Um. Another thing that's just, I guess, on the like vein of Varish, I have a feeling like if I was gonna guess, I think that there is something significant about about the amount of people that die. Number one, the like riders that die, the reason that they're burning all of their belongings and then that the dragons are covering shit up because i'm fairly certain we're gonna find out as we find out more about venin that there's actually going to be a lot of venin that are around and a lot of them are supposedly fallen riders like this i i just would segue. be shocked but i think that i on i think that there have to be high up people that like are aware of that and like know that there's like there's venom amongst us and and because the reason i say that is because early on in the first fourth and fourth wing they say that dragons will not admit their mistakes and i think that the reason the dragons aren't talking about it is because they might have made a bad call but they're not going to admit their mistake that's it
0: no perfect segue because we're in our theory section so (laughs) so apart from the first one i agree with you. like I think that's a really good theory. And I think that there's more people in their around that is a, like a functioning member of society that are part of it. Yeah. Like it obviously went unnoticed with Jack. Cause I think you and I were talking about this and like the timeline of when Jack became Venom is kind of not, I, th- I thought it was clear until I talked to Maggie and she pointed things out to me. Where I felt like he had become it w- with his death. But then I'm like, you and I were talking. You were like, no, I think he's, he had been. Yeah, he was so desperate for
1: power. So it makes sense to me that he would have been trying to draw power
0: from the earth. That is true. So he might have had it like even he might have done it to himself. Like it, It's just interesting because it seems like he had this whole blue, He has all this context about the event. So you're like, okay. When would he had got in that context if he had been there at war college, dies, yeah. gets gets help? So I'm like, okay, so there must be something before war college. Yeah. Because he has all this context about the sage and all of this. So like that's a questionable timeline to me. Like I think there's Yeah. I was, hoping was really I would really got
1: that far in Fourth Wing to like, but I I'm not that far yet. So I don't have any. We'll other circle things. back. Yeah. Um Wait, so what that was your
0: what's your favorite? No, just, uh, uh, no, no I'm, uh, I have a list of theories. Oh! Shall oh, we what? run through them? Yeah. Um, Violet second, second Sigma.
1: I think I think she can siphon power and I think she's going to siphon the Venom stuff out of Zayden.
0: Do, answer, do you think that's her first one or her second? second? I'm talking about her second. Second. So what's her first? Her first is that she can conjure. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so Maggie's using her locked her Mac camera, and when you do any signs with like peace signs or thumbs up, there's little balloons and stuff that come out. It's so embarrassing. Um, oh,
1: peace sign, give balloons. I think no, because I think her first, I think her first signet is that she has like she's able to use raw power, like the lightning she, and shit. She can pull from any, but then I think source. she can pull from people, or I think she's gonna be able to. Oh, my other theory is that I think that. Sloan's mom made those like fancy runes, and Zayden said the magic was lost with Sloan's mom. But I think that Sloan's going to be able to replicate that rune, and they're going to be able to use those on like then people that have been infected with like the venomism.
0: And that's nice how they're going to be able to like
1: kill the venom from them, but they'll survive because they have this wow special rune.
0: That's, that's a my really guess. good theory. Sorry, I totally I went really off away good. from the signet, but. Rebecca right now is typing she's like she's like, like let, that's, me just, let me like, just delete
1: this chapter
0: I think her second segment might be related because I saw an interview with Rebecca Yaros for Iron Flame and someone asked her this and she says that it's sprinkled throughout the entire Iron Flame like she hints to, to it throughout the entire book so you should be able to find out in Iron Flame you, should, you don't need the third book to figure it out and so I think it's related to her being able to see Liam. And I think it has to do with like her birth and Andrana picking her. Like, I think there's some old magic there that we're not like really tapping into. And I think she can see through the veil because I think that does I don't make think sense Liam's alive
1: because since Andarna has been like waiting in her egg for so long, she also said something of, along the lines of like, she's like, I don't remember everything or like, like, she has, like, like even though Andarna has been, like, in a, I don't know, she was, like, in an egg for all these years, I guess. She still was, like, cognizant of what was going on around her. And I think it would make sense if, like, they have access to, like, the old world and, like, things that are beyond the veil. Because if Andarna is was aware of things that were going on, even though yeah. she was in an egg, like, it would make sense that Violet might also be able to, like, call stuff back.
0: And I think I think that I think it might be that because she does see herself like she sees and she even questions it in the second book. She goes, why am I seeing him? Like, what's going on? Like, is he even real? Like, is he like uh, something I'm manifesting out of pain for distraction? Yeah, I think there there has to be there. The second one, I think it points to your first theory around what is the truth? Because they say Victor's right history. Yeah. So I think there's definitely more here with the Venom in in the sense of like are they truly evil or is there something more here where maybe one power like the dragons to Maggie's point overstepped on and created this new form of human or Venom like the sickness but they don't claim it because to Maggie's point dragons do not fess up to mistakes. They don't own it. So but, I think there's more yeah. there.
1: Also, the, the other, th- the reason I brought up about, like, the burning stuff is because in Fourth Wing, Mark M writes in a second edition of a book, so there's going to be lies in it. And he says he's the one that, like, writes that it's a way that there's like a that there's a ritual with um Malek on um, burning everybody's items once they've died. But it's a second edition of a book translated and rewritten by Markham. So I'm like, I don't think we can believe that. Like, there has to be something else to that. And, like, they've just been able to get the community to adopt it as normal. But I think it's probably covering something up.
0: I think so, too. Also, it might be, like, severing their human form by burning all their their other property or whatever it's like it's like putting an end to that version of you yeah Mm.
1: there's something weird right i'm like paying more attention to the not i was reading before but now i'm paying more attention attention to like who was the author and what like type of book did it come from because it's very clear something she's very clear she always says she'll say an unofficial something it'll say a second edition it will say like they say there's something there.
0: There is. That's a really good call. Um, the other theory that I heard that I don't believe in. Oh, because one of our questions is um uh, was um, uh, what's your what's what do you think of our second um segment? Um the other one was what do you think is behind um Venon and Jack, which I think we kind of essentially answered already. Yeah. Uh, and Jack's revelation. And then, what's your prediction for Zayden?
1: If they don't save this boy,
0: cool. <laughs> riot at the White House. <laughs> I'll be pissed.
1: Although some people have been like, "Oh, I hope this isn't a Tamlin situation." It's definitely not that level.
0: It's not. It's. Not, I do guys. think we that's know that's enough of hair. his heart
1: that we know he's not power hungry. No, and they like it's going to be a rough uphill think-
0: climb no I agree I think she makes it even more clear in Iron Flame who his person is like I feel like she keeps pointing to like Zayden's person and like who he is as a person like his where his priorities lie and his his loyalty to Violet lies and I think that speaks to like who he is because like I heard the theory that um that maybe he's gonna be evil and he's not gonna be endgame and Rebecca's kind of propping up Dane right now that now that he's helping her with the journals to be her love triangle and I'm like I don't think so Violet seems so righteous in her own like she seemed very righteous and like well in thought of like her feelings and she even says like look like I can probably move past this with Dane but I will never forget him forgive him for what he did no, for what he caused and I really believe Violet when she says that like she seemed very righteous in what her beliefs are in the second book yeah um do you think so do you think he's gonna be cured i think he is gonna be cured
1: yeah i think he's gonna be cured i also ought to be honest like supposedly she's um rebecca yaros has always said like it is gonna be a happy ending so like at least we know that um i don't think that i think there's still so much like unraveling to do with some of the world building that like to explore another romantic interest doesn't make a lot of sense to no me. it'd be too much and like I, there's no coming back for dane like i i really don't think i think that like he'll be part of the posse but like i i think outside of like the shady stuff he did and like how he inadvertently caused liam's death i think that he proved himself to not be a very good friend um and he like did not believe in her and i think that that's like the bigger thing like Once, once you like put words out like that and you are like such a discouraging friend or you say, once you've said like enough, like not very nice things to a friend, like they might still be able to like talk with you and like, you know, work with you and move along with you. But you, you can't forget that those things were said. Like you can't take that stuff back. It's already out there. It's out there. I just don't think I I don't, I don't foresee that that becoming a romantic interest again. She also said they when they kissed. She said I felt nothing, nothing.
0: It was. Nothing. She said. She said crickets.
1: A cockroach. She died was in like the it was basically like having, just wet lips, on me. Ew. Like, nasty.
0: Okay. The other theory that I, the, the other reason why I think he will be cured is because in Iron Flame, there is a. Conversation, direct conversation with I don't know who it is, but with General Soaringale, and it's referencing a cure.
1: Oh yeah, 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 I can, and I it's, it's
0: with Nolan, maybe. I think it, I think it is too, but it seems like she went out of her way to ask for a cure, and the timeline of that is iffy because I think you can immediately jump that it's like Jack, but that's not necessarily true, and I think it has to do with Violet's dad. There's like this huge question mark with Violet's dad. And all the reading he gave Violet and his how he died and how he got sick, I think there's a huge question mark around her dad. Yeah. And I think that Soren for a long time has been looking for a cure, whether it's, it was for Violet's dad or if it was whether because of when she got pregnant, she, they hint to the point that like she got really sick and Violet yeah. almost didn't make it. But I think there is much more. It's, it, I don't think this is a new thing that they're coming across now yeah. like i think this is like years in the works and might feed into the reasoning that Soringo made the life choices she made yeah that her kids probably don't have context with so i think there's th- there's a i have a theorem like you know what i think i think
1: that rebecca yaros she's a wicked fan and melissa i know you're not into musicals but basically in wicked they like describe that i'm wicked- into
0: musicals
1: oh my god i thought you didn't like musicals okay well do you know the lore of wicked no explain. okay well basically i in don't wicked, know the
0: lore of wicked
1: in wicked they say that elphaba who's the wicked witch of the west and she's green they're like oh elphaba is green her mom had an affair with like the wizard of oz basically and, oh. and she like was drinking this like potion or whatever and then her dad had her she came out green, and that's like what happened. And I think that I don't think it's gonna be like exactly like that in Wicked, but I think you're right about there's something with the dad and with Lilith Sorengale. And I think to me, I just can't stop thinking about Wicked, and I'm like, how interesting that Violet came out. She had like completely different hair, and like she was like super She's weak, pale. and she had all these, yeah, that she had like, you know. She lived a completely different life than her siblings until she went to school. And I'm like, girl, you're a wicked fan through and through. I can feel it. That's um,
0: Actually, an amazing take. I like, think that there is something not, there. Imagine she's not his daughter per se.
1: Yeah. Or like, who knows? But then who I, knows? I only I think that that could be. I think that it also could be like something on the dad's side. But I'm like, something happened. For Huge this question episode.
0: mark. Yeah, we need more information. The other theory I have is that I think I don't know how to pronounce the name Nowlin. Oh yeah, Nowlin. He's alive. I oh, think he's, he's definitely alive. alive. I think he's alive.
1: They never and say he's
0: dead. They never say. they Well, they say yeah. that that was Taryn's last writer, yeah. and that he died. Well, but okay, when he died, Melissa,
1: nobody saw Taryn for Putin's years. For
0: five years what What was he he doing whereabouts i (laughs) need a full report so that's very interesting and i think the other part that i think that is very interesting is that you start to realize this whole there's always been this this conversation about dragons keep secrets from humans yep but something you you figure out in iron flip is dragons keep secrets from dragons as well yeah and it started off with um, oh my God! Nick says her name right. You know it's I don't think it's Sagal. I think it's he's like it's Gale. I think it's Sigale. the ass is silent. No, I he's like no. I think you're right. We're to gonna Harrow have to get Segal. Okay, well
1: you're we'll figure to, it you're out. you are gonna have to let but Nick down easy because he's got. I've been two saying he was like so far Gale. Emma Stone
0: Segal. No, no, no! Oh my God, guys! He thought the Emma Stone should play Violet. We almost, I almost hemorrhaged at the thought. Love Emma Stone, just not Violet. He's um, like, give me my book back. Yeah, so th- that's the last theory I have.
1: Cool. I don't think I have any others that I really want
0: to like call out to right now. So let's okay. go to the next. The The fun question. What dragon would you have bonded with okay. during Thresh? And Who do you think you would have bonded with? Like, do I have to pick one of the dragons that actually exists or just like the type? You can pick the type, but you can also pick the dragon that actually exists. I think that I would have
1: either bonded with a green dragon or a blue
0: dragon okay i agree i think i would have been a blue dragon dagger tail which is um sigil's dragon and i feel yeah. like i would have bonded with sigil because i just think like her attitude is very much like my own <laughs> so i was like that's who i probably would have bonded with wow you so sure and I was so positive like i didn't even have to think about it i was like i would bond with her just like I her think- way of being
1: I think I would have bonded with a green dragon just because it seems like most of the time people that ride the green dragons have more like mind powers. And I think that would be more likely for me. Like, That's Dane's Dragon,
0: think- right? Dane has a good green, I believe.
1: Yeah. And I think so does um somebody else. Um, but I think maybe Mira? Um, But I think that that would be more likely, although the TikTok filter keeps telling me I have an orange dragon. I don't oh, think I, I do. If I had an orange dragon, they better look like Dragonite, the Pokemon. You know who that is? He's so cute.
0: Oh my
1: God. Yeah. <laughs> <To> his little <laughs> wings. That would be my orange dragon.
0: Okay. Oh, let me look this up. Dane dragon name. Maybe this will Half help. Is it his dragon's name? calf
1: okay
0: let yeah, me see calf. his dane's dragon same named calf also oh, um you know what's another thing that's like i, I am remember. a red
1: dragon though they have bad tempers
0: oh it's red Sword's stale his is red sawyer's is red there you go um you know what's something that i to rebecca Yarros point she's like i give you guys a clues like in plain english like they're there is the names of the dragons when you translate them it translates to the signal of the writer so Tarn is um thunder um seagull is shadow like their names translate to cath the gaelic meaning is battle And something that I, I like, I, I thought that was, like, a, a cool, like, play on words of, like, not play on words, but, like, smart of her to say, like, look, it's it's right there. Is that interesting?
1: Um, yeah. Sometimes, you know, it is right in front of you. And sometimes we're making it way too difficult.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> look, like, um Lilith Soringale, her... Dragon's name is Amsir. The Gaelic translation is weather. And that's her signet.
1: Yeah, but Miss Rebecca, she flip-flops back and forth about if she is, like, using the Gaelic or not. I think she is. Is it Gaelic or Gaelic? I don't know.
0: I'll believe it. I I mean, no offense. I just am dumb. No, but just to... um... No, I think that's fair. I think just to, like... um to to wrap up this part of it. I think there's a lot of theories out there, though. Really good ones, some that I'm just like, someone said, like, they aren't endgame. That Violet and Zayden aren't endgame. And I, I honestly cannot, I cannot think something further from the truth. Like, I don't think I, she
1: would split them up. You know, no. Zayden, in the forward she says that Zayden is based on her husband. Do you think she's going to make her husband's character evil and die? No. I didn't see
0: this husband. because <laughs> that was what she wrote the, i didn't see the stuff that she said but um he looks like a white guy taryn is based off her her english bulldog who's oh. always grumpy I love, I love taryn
1: i love taryn's voice in the book see maybe i would be orange though because imogen has an orange dragon and i feel like that's probably who i most like
0: oh i can see you yeah okay okay enough about the dragons the last part Maggie and I did our book casting, and we won't make you guys go and sit through the painful of us going back. (laughs) We're gonna put it on TikTok and Instagram, I think. Yeah. So, but we can, I can probably at least give you the readout of who we decided. Commonality. So, Maggie and I separately put together a list of who we think would be casted, brought it together, talked about who's the perfect fit, and this is our list. So, for Violet, we picked Odessa Rush. For Zayden. We picked Charles Melton, and you know what? After you said that to me, I did not look at that man the same. I'm looking at him. Sideways. That is, a, I, I like thinking he, he's really hot. Um, Rhiannon for me it was like so clear. Jass J- Sinclair, which was a both for Maggie and I. Sawyer, I did not see this one, but the second Maggie said it, I was like, of course, Mike Feist, which he's so cute. Um, Riddick, I did put Will Poulter. Maggie doesn't agree, but. C'est la vie. That's where we she ended says up says he with.
1: has brown skin. In fourth wing. They do? Well,
0: I'll take it. I mean, that's fine. I, but I yeah, honestly they did do. not even pick that up. Like, I did not. If I would have known, that, I probably would have picked him. Liam, Danny Griffin, which I think like it's been like a book talk consensus that that's who Liam would play, which I, I feel really secure about. Sense. Dane, Tom Blythe. Right now, he's in his bag out oh, of yeah. Hunger Games, so I, I agree. And he does have like that good boy, but also like conniving look too. Yeah. mirror. We were kind of like we had someone, but I went back on it. So we don't necessarily have someone for mirror. So let us know who you would pick for mirror. Yeah. For Brennan, we picked our daddy of daddies, Theo James. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> for Emogen, we, pl- we picked Emma Mackey. And I think it really played because she played a character recently, which had multicolored hair, like two-toned hair. So it, it kind yeah. of was like, yeah, I could see it, and her attitude is very much Imagine. Yeah, um, Cat. This was mine, and I feel so confident about this one. Sophia Carson. I think she would play a perfect Cat. Um, Bodie, inconclusive of. So, tell us. And then the last one is Jasenia. Um, who Ma- Maggie picked? Halle Bailey. I did, and that is our fourth wing cast. We'll post this on our Instagram page so you guys can see and give us your thoughts because we also want to hear who you guys would pick. As your select cast, because I think there's so much. I love hearing other people because some of there's a gem there that I did not consider, and then they say, and I'm like, you're right. Yeah,
1: another part of me
0: hopes they do approach
1: it like Wheel of Time, where I didn't know who any of those people were.
0: Oh, I love that. that I love that,
1: and I'm also faces like I love when it's you know people that you haven't seen before and.
0: I agree. Fresh faces are always like you can't go wrong with fresh fresh because You have nothing. Yeah. To base it off. Of. No Instagram baddie.
1: No AI. The no. Oh my AI god. Drawings, god. Melissa, make me sick. Out of control. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> like
0: everybody. Also, are also like they all look the people.
1: same. They all have like the same. They have like the same chin, the same nose. It makes it so boring.
0: I agree. It's not real life. Also, like these people are like war brats.
1: I know. I'm also people like in I the art. People like, aren't going not. to the
0: salon. They're, they're living not. in a castle. So I think they're it's are living it's in really a fortress. Good, but- there's no salon. There's no salon. There's been some um like book casting that I called. I sent Maggie a voice note in a time, Right, I was like, "Can you fucking want it?" <laughs> they were saying like Jacob Elordi as Zaden and Olivia Jade as Violet. I literally like I could not. I quite literally my body can i was like okay you i don't know why you care so much but i was like those are two i will not even entertain and not because i don't think jacob allure can't act in it i think he's a great actor i think he's great but zayden is so clear cut to find in the book yeah that i'm like you cannot cast wrong like no I, but this I is just...
1: this is why like sometimes social media is so fucking annoying because i'm like I'm like, did you just hear his name enough times? Or did you just like, like, that is not like, just because he's the hot guy of the moment, he's not right for every main character Agreed. in the show. Like, Agreed. and stop and then stop telling me what to
0: think. I agree. I died. <laughs> <laughs> I spent all my energy. All right. Well, that wraps up Iron Flame. We're going to post the next book we're going to cover in- on Instagram, like we always do. Yeah. Um. Any last remaining thoughts, Maggie? Before we close this chapter of Iron Flame, until we wait for the next one that I heard, actually, there's rumblings that it will fall in the first four or five months of next year. That's insane.
1: There's also, like, we're not going to get too into this, but a lot of people think she uses AI to, like, edit or, like, her publishers do.
0: You're lying. <gasps> And that's why so I people are like, everything all over the place.
1: But I'm like, you know what? I've read books that are all over the place that haven't used AI. So
0: I don't know if it's because we've been reading fantasy for a long time that I don't... It's really hard for a fantasy book to throw me off on the environment. Like for me, one fantasy book that was like that, that was really hard for me to wrap my head around was Hurricane Wars because I just felt like that was one book that had so many things going on that I was like, I could not imagine it. So when people talk to me about Iron Flame, I'm obviously biased because I'm like, I've read my handful of fantasy books that are like, kind of like, there's five different worlds being built. Simultaneously. Like, Avatar is a great example. In Avatar, you're building so many different quadrants of life throughout the book that it's like, you have to have a mental ticker of like, okay, I'm here. This is next. This is it. It's like a skill. You're honestly going to get it as you read more fantasy books. I didn't get that from Iron Flame, but to my point, I might be biased. I enjoyed it. I just saw. That's, that's all I can say. <laughs> I, think I don't think I it's. It's very. I think sometimes right. people are thinking about it too much.
1: Let's just have fun. It.
0: Just fun. It's, it's a book about <laughs> dragons and love and traitors and evil. I like it. I love it. All right, thank you so much, guys, for tuning into the. Between the Pages podcast with Maggie and Melissa and hope to talk to you soon. Yep. Bye.